welcome to the Jargon Buster series. I'm Gitanjali Devaka. Have you decided to file your income tax returns all by yourself? Are you aware of the different types of income tax return forms that you will have to file? We speak with our research analyst, Satya Santanam, to gather more information on these lines. Hi, Satya. Can you tell us more about the various types of ITR forms and who should file what? Hey, Gitanjali. Looks like you have decided to file your income tax return this year all by yourself. Yeah, but I was sort of overwhelmed by the number of ITR forms that are available. No wonder, I say. There are about seven ITR forms and the return one should file for each financial year depends on the nature of income earned in that year. In this podcast, we can discuss about each ITR form one by one. Let's start with ITR form one. Those having salary or pension income and or income from one house property. I repeat, income from just one house property and or income from other sources such as interest on savings account and deposits should file this ITR 1 form. But there is one condition. ITR 1 should be filed only if the total income earned in the financial year for which return is filed does not exceed 50 lakh rupees. Oh, really? Yeah, this return also cannot be filed by a taxpayer who is a director in any company or those having shares of any unlisted company or those having an asset outside India or those earning income from any source outside India or having an agricultural income more than 5,000 rupees or lottery income. Wow, those are a lot of conditions. Wait, there's more. If you incur losses in any financial year, you can carry forward those losses to the next year and set off against the income in that year. But in such cases too, you cannot file ITR 1. There are a couple of other conditions as well. We'll do one thing. We'll provide the link to the instructions given by the IT department to file ITR 1 in the description box. That has all the details. So one can refer that while filing the return. That will be helpful. Simply put, a large section of the society who just have salary income and interest income from savings and rent from one house property or either one of these with total income less than 50 lakh rupees can file ITR 1. All right. So what ITR form should one select if they can't file ITR 1? People who are not eligible to file ITR 1 and who are not having any business income can file ITR 2 form. So people who have a total income of more than 50 lakh rupees, those having income from more than one house property, those having an asset outside, etc. can file this return, right? Yes, right. Capital gains income too can be reported under this. For example, say somebody who parked their savings in stocks or mutual funds sold their investments. In this case, capital gains will be attracted. ITR 2 form allows reporting such capital gains income. So who has to file the ITR 3 form? ITR 3 is for those having income earned from business or profession. Apart from business income, these individuals should also report their capital gains income, house property income and others too in the ITR 3 form. There are a few who work as freelancers and that's how they earn their income. Which ITR form should they consider filing? Such income is considered as profit and gains from business or profession they should file ITR 3. Another commonly asked question is how stock trading income is considered under income tax and which ITR form should be filed to report this. 
profit and gains from intraday trading or fno which is a futures and options must be treated as business income so itr3 form is the right form for them what about tuition fee income see gitanjali income from any activity which is for full time and is the main source of income will be considered business income otherwise income can be considered as income from other sources the benefit of showing income under the head business income is that one can claim deduction for the expenses incurred for carrying out the business and only the net income is taxable in this case if the tuition fee income is regular and is the main source of income the taxpayer can consider this as business income and file itr 3 form else the income can be reported under itr 1 or 2 subject to conditions under the head income from other sources all right now let's move on to the next form itr 4 Yes, idea four is for resident individuals who are having income from business or profession and have opted for presumptive income scheme. You must be wondering what this presumptive income scheme is. Presumptive income scheme is for businesses having a total turnover of less than two crore rupees and eligible professionals with gross receipts of less than fifty lakh rupees in a financial year, irrespective of what the net income is. people covered under this scheme will be asked to pay tax on 6 to 8% of the turnover the benefit is that those covered under this scheme don't have to maintain accounting records and don't have to get their books audited this is an optional scheme and people who have opted for this should file itr 4 form all right we are now left with itr 5 itr 6 and the itr 7 forms ITR 5, 6, 7 are mainly for firms, companies, limited liability partnerships, trusts, and others. So, an individual taxpayer has to focus only on ITR forms 1 to 4 to decide which form is applicable to them. Phew, that's a relief. But what ITR form should NRIs furnish? There are a few cases where an NRI is exempted from filing the income tax return. We can discuss about it in the later podcast. In cases where an NRI is liable to file the IT return, ITR two can be used to file the return of income. If that NRI has income from business or profession in India, then return is required to be filed in form ITR three. Should everybody file their income tax return irrespective of how much they earn? <laughs> That's an important question. those whose total income before allowing for certain deductions and exemptions under income tax act exceed 2.5 lakh rupees in a financial year are obliged to furnish the income tax return mandatorily the 2.5 lakh rupees threshold is for those who is of the age below 60 years for those aged 60 years or more and up to 80 years the threshold is 3 lakh rupees for those who aged 80 years or more the limit is 5 lakh rupees even if the income is less than the limits mentioned but the person has aggregate deposits exceeding 1 crore rupees in one or more current accounts or incurred expenditure exceeding 2 lakh rupees for a travel to a foreign country or incurred expenditure exceeding 1 lakh on consumption of electricity during a financial year then filing of income tax return is mandatory wow that's a lot of information but Thanks a lot Satya you've made my life easy and I have clearly figured out what ITR form I should file Tune in next week for another episode of Jargon Busters follow us on Business Line podcast only on Spotify